Welcome to About the Winelands. In this show, we'll be chatting to leaders, influencers, wine producers, restaurants, winelands businesses, and other role players. Tune in every Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday for our latest episodes. You will find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram TV, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to About the Winelands. Today, I'm speaking to Zunia Bouchermeyers from Avanti Restaurant in the beautiful town of, of just outside the beautiful town of Stellenbosch. Hi, Zunia. Welcome to About the Winelands. Hi, Will. Thank you very much for having me. No, it's a pleasure. I mean, you have such a lovely place there, and um, you must be glad that you can finally maybe start reopening again. Oh, we are very relieved. We cannot wait. And we are actually opening on Wednesday of next week. So very excited for that. It's, uh, it's been a lovely break, but it's time to get back to work. I can believe you. So Zunia, I'm interested. Tell me a little, tell our uh, listeners a little bit about yourself um, and um, how you became involved in the food um, restaurant business. Okay, well, I'm trained as a fine artist and um, <laughs> I've always had three things that I've wanted to do. I've wanted to be a writer, an artist and a chef. And um, I, I'm lucky that I have done all of those things in the work that I do because I write, um, I do our own marketing and um, I take the photos of our food and the beautiful farm on which we have our restaurant. And um, my business partner, Melanie, is a trained midwife. So she comes with the A-type personality and I love, I love to say I come with the ADD-type personality and the, together we make a really great team. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So yeah. it sounds like, like food and art always seems to go together somehow, right? And I mean, I've been at your restaurant. Your food is a bit of art. I love it. Oh, thank you. I, we believe that you eat with your eyes. That is true. So it's, yeah, the food must look beautiful and it must taste as good as it looks. So how did you guys become involved in the restaurant at Avantir? Well, I worked at Erinvale as the pastry chef and Melanie, my business partner, was the executive chef there. And we were approached by the late Tony Tabor, who was the owner of the Avantiri estate um, many years ago. And um, he wanted to have a, a fine dining style restaurant. And he approached Mel and she approached me and together we went and had a look at it. And we just fell in love. Um, what was there not to love? This beautiful wine estate. And it's also a stud farm. So all these beautiful mares. Um, with these beautiful white uh, iceberg roses as you drive up the driveway. A visually very beautiful farm because it's on the foot of the Halderberg mountain. And um, so, yeah, we've been very, very lucky to, to have a location where we have, where we have it. It's just magnificent. I, you know, you've been there, so you know. Well, it's such a, I mean, you've got a right spot there on the R44. So, you know, it's, it's, mm. it's the, the farm, the place advertises itself. We've got the perfect signboard because that road is quite busy. But um, yes. uh, Avantir itself, I mean, um, since I can remember there's been a start farm there. Is, what, did, That's right. Tell us a little bit of the history of the farm. Do you, do 
you know it. Yes, I don't know all the history because it's very old farm. I think it's the um, original documents go back to about 1880, somewhere around there. But the Tabras took the farm over in the early 1980s and um, they were originally from Zimbabwe and they saw the potential to have a, a wine estate as well as a stud farm because Tony just loved the two together, the combination of horses and wine. He, he, the the blurby is fine horses and fine wines and fast horses, sorry. I <laughs> got that the wrong way around. And fine horses like and fast wines. Yeah, that's right, exactly. And I love to say fabulous food. So all the alliterations happening there. But um, he just saw the potential of, of having a, a stud farm there. And today we have two of the most incredible stud horses in South Africa. We have Bar and we have Oratorio and the two of them are, um, sure, we have a lot of uh, prizes and um, fantastic jockeys and um, some, the two best studs in South Africa currently on, on the top five, as far as I know. So wow. in that way, the, the GM, who's also a lady, um, Pippa Mickelborough is one of the most, I'll call her a horse whisperer, because she can have a, she can look at the horses as she drives past and she can just see what's going on with them. She is, um, I'm, I think books will be written about her one day because she is the most incredible person who has put South African horses on the map in many, many ways. I better not speak too much about the horses because I don't know. It's all my own emotions speaking here. And my knowledge about Oh, it's here. Her. Go on. It's interesting. <laughs> I love it. Uh, she is um, she's truly an amazing, amazing horse person. I don't really know very much about the horses. It's not my, where my passion lies. But um, having been there for nearly 20 years, you see the horses grow and how they go on to win races and how it's just an amazing, you know, the... Um, uh, what do you call it um the the history and the um the you know the the lines like this these horses side these um foals and these fillies and this is what they've gone on to do it's it's very very interesting and if you are a horsey person um what we do once a year is we allow you to come and meet the foals we do what we call our mare and foal walk and you can come and have a look at them and um pippa or um, Philip Tabor or Michael Tabor, the two boys that now run the farm, um, might be one of your guides. So it just depends on which day you might get them. And um, it's fascinating to listen to what they have to say. So look out for that because that's an amazing thing to um, to be part of because it's only once a year and it's very the amount of people we allow in is very small. So diarize that as soon as you see it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I actually mm. haven't heard about that before. So did you guys start that restaurant from scratch? Um, um, we did. Or, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, we did. And the restaurant initially was um, run by two ladies that did a South African style buffet. And then what they did was they would cook the food at home and then bring it in in the morning. And wow. what Mr. Tabor wanted was the actual sit down uh, a la carte menu, a la carte restaurant. And um, so we started there with no kitchen, no restaurant as such. And we built it up with um, one staff member in the kitchen, one waiter to a group or a staff of roughly 21 in the summer. 
and um, we've been there for nearly 20 years now. So it's, it works beautifully. It's a symbiotic relationship that we have with the estate. We've watched the two boys grow um, into the, the, well, the three boys, there's three of them grown, in, grown into the men that they are today. And um, we have a, a really wonderful relationship with our landlords. We are very, very blessed, I have to say. Well, it's so nice Mr. Tabor wanted, yeah. So just to the, a little recap, he approached Melanie, my, my partner, as I said, my business partner, and he said, come and have a look, see what you think. And she just fell in love with it and said, what do you think? I said, I'm in. And um, the rest, as they say, is history. <laughs> so we started with one waiter, one member of staff in the kitchen, and just the two of us. Okay. So, wow. So, so do, both of, have... do both of you cook, or are you more on oh, yeah. Okay, so you both no. design the menus and cook and everything together. Absolutely. We are um, a real... 50-50 team, we do everything together. We design the menu. We often fight about the menu because our tastes are very different. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so Mel doesn't like tomatoes, for example. I love tomatoes. And um, so we often say no, yes, no, yes. And then we have to have other people taste the food and help us to decide what we'll put on the menu. But there's certain things that will never ever come off our menu um, that are evergreen items for example our duck we known for our duck we'll never yep. ever take our duck off the menu and um our deep fried ice cream i think that will be uh we'll have riots if we ever had to take that off the menu <laughs> so that's interesting right i've had a duck before but i've never had a deep fried ice cream so so that that's oh. definitely a reason to go but i've never i've seen it but i've never thought just never yeah it just shows you it's absolutely delicious. It's um, ice cream that's wrapped in phyllo pastry and deep fried, and we serve it with the most delectable um, caramel sauce. And um, mm, it's very, very, very good. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. So your food philosophies, Vinaria, how would you describe mm. that? Um, I would say that for me, what is the most important is that the food looks and tastes brilliant um, and that our food is as healthy as we can make it so we don't use uh, things like um, MSG or Aromat or any funny flavorings our food is is real food we make it fresh um, we make it daily so we don't um, we don't like to use anything that comes out of a packet and we just believe, you know, our food philosophy is as healthy as we can make it is, is what we're going to do. And um, I think it shows in our portions and in the, in the flavor that you get that you can taste. This is really a great meal. A, you can taste the flavors. And we also don't like to fiddle too much with our food. So we don't like to have too much garnishing and too much um, detracting. We like the food to be the hero. Oh, that's amazing. And, I we, mean, and also, we, yeah, and sorry, and also we really like to use our local producers and our local farmers, and we try to use organic and free range and um, pasture reared as much as we possibly can. I think that's the way the world's moving, you know, and um, it's very, very much part of Melanie and my philosophy um, to, to try and implement and in, in, include as many of those kinds of foods as we possibly can. Oh, that's yeah no that's very cool um your um mm. customers you know um are they um the demographic are they mostly tourists locals uh, what do they look like 
No, we've never ever um, marketed our business to the, an overseas market because our business is so seasonal. So it doesn't help you market to all your beautiful swallows and then they leave you in winter and then you're left with no business. So um, our demographic has always been our local business and the, um, and the pudding has been our, our, our swallows, our overseas visitors. So um, a lot of them are, are retired and um, really love to dine and wine and bring families along and to just really enjoy a laid back, comfortable eating experience at a restaurant with a beautiful view. And I must say, we've had our staff for as long as we've been open, a lot of them, so our staff know our customers by name and they just love that. They love coming in and they say, your regular or your usual or your bottle of Sauvignon Blanc or your bottle of Chardonnay. And um, our guests just love that. They love being greeted by name. Well, that's now you're mentioning the bottles. And I mean, that's awesome <laughs> that they can do that, right? So, I mean, wine is important for a good dining experience. So, Absolutely. Um, how do you actually choose your wines? Uh, do you only use Avantir wines? And, uh, you know, how do. Do you, mm -hmm. okay. Can you tell us a little bit about the wines that yeah. you serve with the food. Well, the whole idea of opening a restaurant was to showcase our wines. And we have a brilliant winemaker who's just won four new golds um, mm -hmm. at, um, I can't tell you right now because it's actually a secret. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, he's just won four. You, you can four tell us, I won't prizes. tell anybody. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm recording it. It's going to be on the internet. So. No, that's all right. I'm only kidding. It's all good. It's all good. Um, he's just won prizes for our beautiful wines. And that Amazing. was what Tony wanted in the beginning was um, to have a restaurant that could showcase his wines. So all our wines, are, are our food items are paired with our wines from the estate. We only sell our estate wines. And we... Um, we work with very closely with the winemaker and with our marketing um lady who's un, who's not with us anymore um Kirby van Oert, and um who will be sorely missed i must say but um with the with the wines we like to pair the food with the wines because that's the whole idea you want this whole experience your senses must be just you know, one one beautiful experience after the next, and how much nicer can you get than a wine that that marries well with your food? No, absolutely. I mean, uh, like I said, I know, um, th that place. Um, I I've had a few of those wines as well. They're very, very, very good. So, yeah. Something, something else you guys are doing is called the Avantir. I actually didn't know you guys have this. The Avantir Business Club ABC, which looks like a breakfast club. It or, is. Yeah. Tell yeah. us more about this. Oh, this is um, one of my favorite parts of the of our business, and that is running the the network breakfasts. And what we do is we get the best speakers we can find in South Africa, and even we've had international speakers too, that wow. come and speak to our members about all the different themes that go to to or go along with business. So it could be um, managing your time better, or um, your, your tax implications for small businesses or oh, you know you name the topic we've had it in the last 15 years because we've been running the the breakfast club for probably a, actually probably 16 or 17 years now and um, we've had people like Mike Hancock the top speaker in Australia uh, we've had Alna Busak we've had um, 
uh, Margaret Hirsch. We've had some amazing people come through our doors. And what's lovely is that um, we don't charge a membership fee. We believe that the whole, the, the very people we want to um, benefit from our network breakfast are the ones that quite often are self-employed, solo entrepreneurs, and membership fees are expensive. So all that they pay for is their breakfast and we take care of the rest. And um, it's very popular. So that's very interesting. Do you find that those people become um, long-term customers from the restaurant and also from, um, you know, for your wines? Sure, well, that's a, 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 that's a really good question because the answer to that is yes. You mm -hmm. know, because we do, we um, host these breakfasts every month. You can imagine over the last 17 years how many breakfasts we've hosted yeah, <laughs> and how many thinking. speakers we've had. Um, they become friends and they become long-term um, loyal customers of ours. You know, they come back in the summertime with families or they host weddings or christenings or birthday parties. And um, that's how we've maintained our business. We've always believed in a, um, in a reciprocal sort of um, eth ethos, really. You know, where what you give is, is what you get. Actually, our business name, our CC business name is called The Open Hand. And, oh, that's um, amazing. That's yeah <laughs> so that's what what we believe in yeah so that's a very interesting business philosophy because and i think it's a you know it's one of those hidden secrets um that um i always call it pushing the free line if you give if you give people more than they expect or give something for free and like you say you're giving you know you don't charge for this networking for breakfast it's actually a very very good uh, marketing ploy um, well, not is, deploy, it really it's just is. good marketing because you actually can show your customers that you care about them. And, and what know, we do people appreciate is that. we give them, a, oh, absolutely, and we give them one of our breakfasts, what we actually serve as a breakfast. We don't pare it down or make it smaller or mm -hmm. your network breakfast food is horrific at the best of times. That's I've true. had some yeah. terrible meals and um, we our, our philosophy is completely different. We give the best that we can make. So, um, and then people know that this is what they're going to get and it's so divine. And I think a lot of people actually come back for the breakfast, not for the networking. <laughs> so, so is the wine at this breakfast? I just want to make sure there's wine at this breakfast. There's always champagne. <laughs> okay. There's always champagne. I think one of the, the questions that um, you asked me is like, what do I, what, what is a, a, a wine saying for me? And that is that champagne goes with everything. That is true. I mean, you, you, yeah. you, you can't say it better. So do you guys do any other <laughs> events? Oh, we do. We do um, themed events sometimes in summertime. Like we do, we've hosted a most wonderful um, and fun Mamma Mia night, which was a dress up. I think we are starved for fun. And mm -hmm. um, so we try and do a lot of fun events. We do um, women's events where we get women in to empower other women. And it works with the same sort of idea as the Network Breakfast, but specifically for women. And um, themes are inspire, empower, joy, those kind of ideas where we get people from our communities to come and participate, you know, um, influences, um, people that have have a lot to to say and to give on many levels and then we have um obviously goodie bags and beautiful makeup and lots of wine flowing it's a lot of fun 
And of course, we ho host events for everybody, you know, from christenings right through to um, memorial services. Um, we are part of people's history and um, we are part of those sort of memories that people have. And we are very lucky to be part of those stories. Well, that's that's awesome. So tell me, I'm, I'm just wondering, um, uh, you, you mentioned um, uh, uh, not only events, but also, um, actually, I've not completely forgot what I wanted to ask you. <laughs> right, I'm glad it's not just me. It'll come back to me. Um, things have changed um, such so um, such a lot this year with um, the coronavirus. And, mm. um, you know, um, everybody has been forced to, to change their um, business models. So... Mm. Um, have you guys, well, like, or at least rethink it, have you guys come up with any ideas or any new plans? Well, we have to obviously rethink what we're doing because um, just from a practical perspective. And um, so when we open next week, I'll, we will be running with a smaller menu just to get started with because we don't really know what to expect. Are we going to have 50 people? Are we going to have 20 people? Are we going to have no people? <laughs> so it's very hard to know what to do. And um, so we're going to, to just open with um, as much faith as we can muster. And we're going to run with a smaller menu and a smaller staff, just like we did before we had the lockdown where we had to go you know, smaller and mm -hmm. move our tables and all of that. So it will be very much the same. But yeah, you know, in many ways, this has been a great opportunity to look at what you're doing and see what you can do different. You know, we've been on the hamster wheel for 19, nearly 20 years. And what can often happen is that you can kind of just get caught up with the momentum. And this lockdown has given us a chance to step off and to relook at what we're doing and what we want to do. And also what do, what, what do we really want to do differently? You know, we've got 20 years experience to look back on. Maybe we can make some changes. So the first thing that we've done is we've actually painted the restaurant just to give mm. it a fresh new feel. And um, we're going to change all the pictures and we're going to just make it look clean and beautiful and lovely. And um, I think just from a, from a sort of spiritual perspective, it changes things. If you do, you do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it's no, like, I understand uh, exactly. You know, it's like, yeah. um, like I say, change as good as holiday, and mm. and I think I think that's right. I think in this scenario where people people would like, you know, would like just to see. I think um, um, there's there's something to say to go back to things that you know that you are used to, but also to to have places change and looking progressive. I think that is great. Yeah. Well, we have to change, you know, menus and things like that. So mm. we just decided that we would go with this really clean, beautiful look. Um, I'm a photographer as well. So I've got 20 years worth of beautiful photos of this estate, which I have to say is truly, you know, a photographer's paradise because every day is different and every season is just better than the last. Um, so we're going to, you know, just give a new feel to to an old favorite. So did the lockdown give you some time to sort your photos that you never got time for? <laughs> the 50,000 photos, Hal. Oh my word. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of photos. Well, we've done some lovely new things. We've done some wallpapers with, you know, when you do big wall, wall take a picture and you make it as big as the wall. 
Yeah. So we've done that. That's really beautiful. But wow. yeah, we're going to go with, um, we've, got, we've got a few photos to look through <laughs> and make amazing. some decisions. Yeah. So actually, I just remembered what I wanted to ask you. You mentioned influencers, mm. and um, I was wondering, you know, you, you said you do the marketing for, for the restaurant and stuff like that. Do you, mm. uh, um, um, and this, I've, I think, falls in with what, what's happening, right? Everybody now are even more on their phones and on, on, online than they've ever been before. So do you guys mm. use things like social media and influence and marketing and stuff like that in your Absolutely. business? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, we are, are, are on every platform that there is, from okay. Instagram to Pinterest. Um, we have a very big following on, on Instagram as well as on our Facebook page. And um, a very, um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, when, you ha when you have uh, a lot of back and forth. Mm -hmm. I can't think of the word. Uh, Engagement. Anyway, um, Engagement, thank you. I couldn't think of a word. So there's a lot of engagement. And um, I always say in my kitchen, I'm the only one who's allowed to be on my phone because I'm the one who's actually speaking to our customers out there in the big world. And um, yeah, we are very, 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 well, let's put it this way. I love social media. I think well, it's um, one of the, the funnest, um, most um, quickest way to engage with your, with your clientele. Well, I think the magic where there is engagement because, you know, most people think social media, you, uh, you post something and you forget about it, but actually it's not. It's talking to people, mm. answering their comments and actually speaking to them. And, and, you know, it's like the fastest way, like you say, to actually talk to people. You can start today and talk to 100 people if you really want to. Absolutely. To well, I have to say, in all our years of um, having our restaurant we've never had we've never paid for marketing um you know we've never gone with a big marketing campaign or you mm -hmm. know spend twenty thousand rand on on marketing we've never done that we've always used what's called guerrilla marketing i don't know if you know the term yeah but, but i am like the ultimate guerrilla marketer <laughs> So every so, time you, if you say the word guerrilla marketing, I think about, you know, the guys do it at the rugby stadiums. You're sitting there next minute, there's people jumping up in yellow t-shirts that, that <laughs> were supposedly come to watch the rugby. But meanwhile, they bought the, they bought the tickets, was, was paid for by, by, by some marketer that, you know, uh, wanted to, 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 to advertise a new cell phone or, or orange juice or whatever. Well, I don't know if that's guerrilla marketing as much as har <laughs> harassment. <laughs> that's true, right? <laughs> That's more like but, um, yeah. um, jumping onto somebody else's bandwagons uh, type of marketing. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. No, I think the, the I think for me, guerrilla marketing is just about being consistent and showing up all the time. And well, like and, like you said, engagement with your customers, right? Yeah. Actually talking to them, asking them what they want, and then and then giving that to them in their products. I think I think that mm. is the most important mm. thing. Mm. Absolutely. And it's, it's such fun. You know, if you post something, say I posted a picture of a chocolate mousse last week and the comments, the people just love it. People love fruit pictures. It's, it always amazes me. Well, <laughs> they love I, to look I, at them as much as they love to eat them. Instagram is just a, a wonderful place for, for um, food, right? And, and I think mm. um, you as a photographer, photographer, obviously, you know, it speaks to you as well. And you appreciate the platform for the visual um, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's absolutely some very platform. talented people. Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. Uh, anyway, um, so the most important thing that you've learned from your journey there at the restaurant and you know in the wine and 
Oh, that's a big question. Um, I think consistency. I think if I've learned anything um, about this, about being an adult and working, you know, at a job that's fairly stressful and demanding, um, but also incredibly fulfilling is consistency. In order to maintain your level of um, customers and to make people happy, you have to produce the same standards every single time. And I think that that can get a bit tricky because some days are good days and some days are bad days. But for the most part, you've got to get it right 99% of the time. So for me, it's been about consistency, passion and consistency. Yeah. And that's awesome. So you cheated by giving <laughs> me your, your champagne quote right in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but that, 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 that's great. So um, tell us, if people want to get hold of you guys, how did they get, get hold of you? Well, obviously, we're on social media. We're on Facebook. Mm -hmm. We have our own page, the Avontier Estate Restaurant. On Instagram, also Avontier Estate Restaurant. They're all the same. And Twitter, as well as Pinterest. Um, but right now, our phone lines are down. So I'm going to give you an alternative number if anybody wants to phone and reserve for next Wednesday. Um, can I give it to you? Yes, please do. Mm, the number is 083508. 1525 or you can email us at openhand at polka.co.za i love that open hand one so we'll put all the <laughs> links um down in the description so people can get that and i'll uh, make sure the phone number are in there as well um thank you yeah uh, are you doing anything special now that you're opening that you want to tell listeners about or you know what what I think the the fact that we're opening is special. That's <laughs> we're true. We're just so right? happy to be opening, you know. So we're not doing any specials as such. We'll just be running with our um, our menu, just slightly smaller. And um, yeah, we cannot wait to see our friends and our loyal customers again because yeah, we've missed them a lot. Okay, I'm sure they're going to flood you because people. I think people want <laughs> to get out and people want to go to places. Mm -hmm. So as long as you haven't taken the duck off the menu, I think everything will be fine. <laughs> My takeaway menu as well, and it's the most popular, and it's such, it's a winner. You can't, you can't say it's, oh, it's delicious. Yeah, no, I, 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 I can vouch for that. Zunia, thank you very, very much for spending the time with us. And um, yeah, I mean, um, we will put, like I said, we'll put all the links down in the description and we appreciate, I know you're busy, so thank you for spending the time. Um, yeah. You're very, very welcome. Thank you so, so much for having me. I've enjoyed our chat. Thank you for supporting our show. If you would like to get more exposure for your business, please have a look at our sponsorship options. Thanks again for supporting About the Winelands. Please follow us on YouTube and on our social media channels. All details and links are in the description. Oh, oh, oh.